You're listening to Win Workers Independent News, a Diversified Media Enterprises production. I'm Doug Cunningham. The AFL-CIO says the Republican tax bill is a job killer. That's because it gives tax breaks to companies that have offshored jobs. Rich Trumka, the Labor Federation's president, says no matter how the GOP spins it, the tax bill is nothing but giveaways to Wall Street, big corporations, and millionaires paid for on the backs of working families. Trumka says real tax reform could actually put money back in the pockets of working people, but this is not that kind of plan. 2,800 Sacramento, California teachers are set to strike Wednesday, November 8th. The Sacramento City Classroom Teachers Association says that strike will impact 40,000 students. The teachers' union says it has presented the school district with a sweeping contract proposal designed to make Sac City a more competitive district that provides all students with the resources and highly qualified educators to ensure their success. But the union says the district has not accepted even one of the proposals and hasn't responded since September 15th. If a new agreement on the contract is reached before the strike, the strike will be called off. It would be the first strike in the Sacramento School District since 1989. Wins Joanne Powers has more labor news. Under a criminal investigation for prisoner abuse and child neglect, Wisconsin's only remaining juvenile prison continues to face significant unrest and calls for closure. An October attack on a teacher in the northern Wisconsin facility is only the latest incident, with assaults on staff by teen inmates skyrocketing since 2015. Susan McMurray, a recently retired lobbyist for AFSCME in Wisconsin, says problems at the prison started well before a raid by federal investigators in December of 2015. AFSCME had been sounding the alarm since May or so of 2013 that conditions were deteriorating, that staff assaults were increasing, that there were more incidents involving the students, and we really could not get anybody's attention saying, hey, state officials, pay attention, Lincoln Hills is burning. McMurray attributes a large part of the problem to the state's passage of the Anti-Union Act 10 in 2011. With a loss of collective bargaining rights, workers have been surprised with mandatory overtime and double shifts. A lot of the senior staff, they could see the handwriting on the wall, but things were going to deteriorate. So you had this rash of retirement. What I've been hearing anecdotally is that you've got staff working sometimes three, four, five days a week in mandatory overtime, like double shifts. So the workers who are there are extremely stressed out. They feel unsupported by management. It's a recipe for disaster. Ongoing lawsuits could contribute to what is already an expensive problem for Wisconsin. The counties were paying to send kids to these schools. Their populations were declining, so the per-pupil cost was going through the roof, and it has become a vicious cycle. The state can't continue like it is. It's failing the kids. It's failing the staff. Something's got to be done. Wins made possible in part by the OPEIU, the Office and Professional Employees International Union. You've been listening to Win Workers Independent News. For more information, visit workersindependentnews.com.